Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you are authentic, people want to be around you. Because the more authentic you are, the more your uniqueness shows. And that is the thought for today. Welcome to 7 Good Minutes. I'm Clyde Lee Dennis. Thanks for joining me for what I believe will be seven of the most enriching minutes of your day. Our guest today is the author of three best-selling books. Nothing changes until you do. Focus on the good stuff and be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. He is Mike Robbins, and he's here to talk about the importance of being authentic. Here's Mike. And one of the things that's good for us to take a look at when we're talking about authenticity is sometimes where and why and how it can be difficult. And I wrote a book on authenticity called Be Yourself, Everyone Else Is Already Taken. And the book came out about five years ago. And uh, I live in California in the Bay Area. And right after the book came out, you know, the book came out on a Monday. We launched it. We did some things online. I did a few events, um, some media stuff. But I actually hadn't been in a bookstore. So at the end of that week, I went down to the local Barnes & Noble near where I live. You know, I wanted to go in the store and make sure they had the book. And, and what my publisher had told me was, not only was Barnes & Noble supposed to carry the book, but they were going to be featuring it up front. So I go in the store, and I'm looking for it, and I don't see it. And I'm getting kind of stressed out, like, where is it? And I was going to go ask someone, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw it. In the store, they had kind of a circular display in the middle, and it was for all the new releases. And mine just happened to be on the back side. That's why I couldn't see it. So I go over to it. And I'm, you know, I pick it up, and it's the first time I see it in a bookstore, and I'm standing there, you know, admiring my own book. It's kind of a proud moment. And then I start to have this conversation in my head, like, should I buy one? <laughs> now, I know that sounds kind of narcissistic and self-absorbed, right? And, and it is. But here's what I had learned. It was my second book. When my first book came out, some of my mentors in the publishing world had told me this that I didn't know, is that essentially the books in the store, you know, they're on consignment. Meaning if no one buys them, they send them back. So what they told me, Mike, you know, it's all right, especially when it first comes out, you can pick up a copy or two in the store, you know, sort of help the cause. And I had done that a couple times in my first book, but this is now my second book, and I was feeling like this is kind of obnoxious. So I debate for a while in my head, and then I decide, you know, the heck with it. It just came out. I'm excited. I'm going to buy one. So I pick up the copy, and I get in line. And as I'm standing in line, I tell myself when I get to the front, I'm going to tell the person at the front, you know, it's my book. It just came out. I'm kind of excited. Anyway, as I get closer, I'm getting more self-conscious, right? Anyway, I go to the front, I put the book down on the counter. Before I can say anything, the woman behind the counter says to me, oh, we've been selling a lot of these. I say, really? And then she asked me a question, totally threw me off. She said, do you like see this guy on TV or something? 
Because I had done a couple local TV interviews, and I don't know why your question sort of baffled me. And here's what I said. Uh, uh, no, uh, he's a local author. I just want to support him. <laughs> That's what I said, right? I don't know if this ever happened to you. As it was coming out of my mouth, I'm like, what is that? And I'm standing there mortified. I can't believe what I said. I can't even recover and say anything else. The woman has no idea it's my book, but she's obviously looking at me weird because I'm looking at her weird. All I could do is reach into my wallet to pull out my credit card with my name on it. And I pay for the book really fast, and I run out of the store, and I'm literally standing in front of the Barnes & Noble looking at my book going, um, I wrote a book on authenticity, and I just lied to that woman. That's how it happens, right? It's not like we wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to lie to people, I'm going to deceive them. I'm... But in the course of our day, in the course of our life, we have a tendency to massage the truth. And mostly it's not malicious, mostly it's not malintended, but it starts to create problems for us in our relationships, in the work that we do. But it's one thing to want to be authentic, it's one thing to espouse to be authentic, and it's a whole other thing to actually practice it. Because authenticity, like mindfulness, is a practice. What does that actually mean? When you think of authentic, what do you think of? Just shout out some things that, what does that mean to you? Walk your talk. Honesty. Congruency. Transparency. Genuineness. Consistency with values. Showing up. Absolutely. So there's a lot of different ways we could describe it, and most of us sort of understand what it means. However, it manifests itself very differently, as you may notice. Right? How many of you notice authenticity in New York looks a little different than other places? Right? I'm from San Francisco. It looks different in San Francisco. I gave, a con I gave a speech actually at a conference a couple years ago. This was in San Francisco. I was speaking about authenticity. And after I get done, I'm in the back. I'm sitting at the table. And a woman comes up to me. She, she makes a beeline right over to me. And she gets right in my face. And she says, I'm authentic. I'm authentic all the time. And she was like upset. Right? And I was like, what's the problem? And she said, well, I've lost some jobs because of that. And I said, really? Now, I didn't know her, but I was getting a very strong sense of her in that moment. <laughs> and I looked her in the eye and I asked her a question. I said, now tell me the truth. Is it authentic or obnoxious? And she was like, <gasps> you know, all offended. I said, hold on, sorry, I'm, time out. I'm, I'm not trying to offend you. In fact, I'm not even attempting to judge you. I'm just curious, what do you think? And she said, well, maybe a little bit of both. I said, I appreciate the honesty. And I told her, I said, look, I don't know for sure, but I've been doing this for about a decade and worked with lots of different organizations and leaders and all different types of companies, big and small. And I said, I bet it was the obnoxious that got you fired, not the authentic. Because I said, in all my years of doing this, I've never had anyone say to me, you know what, Mike, we fired her because she was way too real. <laughs> so authenticity is about realness. It's about genuineness. Right? And I always think of it like this on a continuum. And this side of the continuum phony, inauthentic. We all know what that looks like. We know what that feels like. It's not simply just lying or making stuff up. That may be one. It's being not in alignment with who we are. It's selling out on ourselves. It's at times not speaking up. It's not being true. And again, without judging ourselves, it's painful though, right? To be in that place. And it's not sustainable to build relationships from that place, from that place of phoniness. We see it in other people, but we also got to take a look within ourselves. That does it for today's episode of 7 Good Minutes. Please take a moment to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. If you have questions, you can ask those by going to 7goodminutes.com slash askclyde or get me on Twitter at Clyde Lee Dennis. Until next time, let's be civil 
to one another out there. Thanks for listening.